Welcome to Screen Time, everybody. It's movies, streaming, and everything in between. Gary Tangway along with Drew Yano. The topic on this show is The Last of Us, which I will admit, at first, I didn't really have any interest in watching because I'm not big on the zombie thing, and I'll elaborate on that coming up. It is created by Neil Druckmann uh, and Craig Mazin. Drew's going to get into more of this coming up based on a video game, starring Pedro Pascal, Bella Ramsey, and I just have to mention, because I'm up to episode three, Nick Offerman and Murray Bartlett, who are outstanding in it. Um, but basically what has happened is we've had a pandemic and the world is in complete chaos and we're still dealing with zombies. Drew, but it's, it's, not, it's not a virus, it's fungal. Right, right, right. Not that most people care. And technically they're not zombies. Okay, well, what are they then? Well, I, 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 I'll get to that at some point, but yes. I mean, because this, I'll tell you people off the top, and the whole zombie thing, you know, like The Walking Dead, I'm not interested in it. I never found it interesting. This, I have to I have to tell you, the first couple episodes, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to stick with it because they have, they have this fungus coming out of people's mouths, you know, that's just spreading all over the place. I'm like, I don't hate it, but I don't like it. Like, it does nothing for me. It's like, it's just like, it, it's just bland. It's like eating plain yogurt for me. A zombie movie is like plain yogurt. But I will give you this. By the time you get to the end of episode two and you get into episode three, it gives you a reason to watch. Correct. Yeah, so like you mentioned, it's Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. Um I think Pedro Pascal is great, and I consider him the new Burt Reynolds. He looks like Burt Reynolds. He's got that aura about him. Maybe a better actor. Not to, you know, give Burt any shade, but <laughs> I well, think Burt was Pedro's always Bert. really good in this. Yeah, Burt was always good. Burt was always Burt, you know. Yeah, and and Bella Ramsey's unbelievable. And here's the interesting thing. They were both. They were both in Game of Thrones, which is so interesting. Interesting, yeah. In fact, they, you know, Mason and Druckmann called BB uh, Weiss, I think it is, and uh, they're the guy who did uh, uh, Game of Thrones and asked, you know, is she any good? And they said she's great. Right. And so she got the role. Um, as you mentioned, Craig Mason was brought in by. Not sure who brought him in, but Druckmann liked him because he liked Chernobyl. Craig Mazin, if you haven't seen it, it's also on HBO. He did the Chernobyl uh, uh, series that was multi-episode. And I don't know what you call it. I guess you call it a dramatization. It's based on fact. A docudrama. I, docudrama, but it's, but it's you know, fictional. It's, it's not the real people. It's not right. documentary. And it was excellent. Excellent. You know, we all kind of followed Chernobyl when it happened, but this really gets behind the scenes and, and we don't realize how close we came to <laughs> total annihilation of the planet. But anyway, Mason's a great writer. I'm a, I'm a fan. Um, and he's done a hell of a job with this as far as I'm concerned. Um, what I like about it is you said you don't like zombie movies. They specifically wanted to avoid making a zombie movie. Now, that doesn't mean they don't act like zombies. 
it's not clear that these people ever die. It's just that they're infected, kind of like COVID. Except people die to COVID, but not everybody. Well, yeah, These people but, I mean, all die. These people, none, none of them die until they're killed. And they can be killed, you know, by bullets or knives. It's just they're alive, but they're consumed by this fungus. And, right. and, and, and they have things popping out of their heads and straw yeah, coming out yeah. of their mouths. And... And, and to be fair, after the first few episodes, you don't see a lot of what they call the infected. They're Thank there, God. but you see very little of it. It's right. much more about Pedro Pascal's Joel and Bella Ramsey's Ellie. And without giving too much away, cover your ears if you don't want to hear this. Joel has had a terrible experience the first day of the epidemic. Right. And the show picks up, was it 10 years later? And he's in Boston in a... a a QZ or whatever they call it. Well, they have a QZ zone, which is where people are who are not infected. Everybody right. outside and is try infected. to stay protected. Right. And he gets solicited to bring Ellie, and again, plug yours if you don't want to hear this part, who's a young girl, 14 years old, who has been bitten and infected, but turns out to be immune. You know, usually they turn within a day or so, right. and then they become uncontrollable, non-zombies, but they cause problems. And it's about him having to take Ella to Wyoming where they can get to a hospital and hopefully make a vaccine. So I gave stuff away, but you can still watch it. And if we covered your things, pull your things out of your head. Um, and it's about their relationship and it's about the trials and tribulations and how they get there. And it's, it's fascinating to me. And he, Pedro Pascal has this backstory that is in the first episode. I know you told me, Gary, you thought it went on too long. Well, it goes on too long because you really have to realize why he becomes the person he is. And what's interesting is Bella has a backstory that's revealed in two different ways, her origin and her, how she got to be with what they call the fireflies, which are the people who resist Fedra which is the government trying to protect everything. The fireflies just want to be free people. They, they also don't like the infected, but they don't want to be controlled by the government. Um, I just think it's, it's really interesting. It's based on a game. I've never played a video game. Well, I guess I, I played Pong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, I played, but... you know one of those, I've never played The Last of Us. Druckmann created it. It's a great idea, and it had a really circuitous route to getting made. It was supposed to be a movie first, and Mason said, you can't make this a movie. You need to you know, have multi-episodes. And they finally convinced the powers that be that it should be you know, multi-episode. HBO bought it, greenlit it right away. And what I love is it was supposed to be 10 episodes, and I bring this up because of what you told me, Gary. It got reduced to nine because they they decided they better combine the first two episodes because if they just made the first episode by itself, they thought people wouldn't keep watching it. Well, and you, you know, had that reaction. Yeah, even do, you, then. do you know when the first episode ended originally? No, no, but, but they combined the two. So that they thought, they must have tested it. That's my only guess. 
Yeah, well, it's a good move because I, I it's a good move because I would have been oh, okay. This is The Walking Dead, you know. Ugh. Yep, and <clears throat> it it's filmed in Alberta. It was filmed in Alberta, Canada, for tax reasons, and it was very expensive. And you can see from the CG, it had to be brutally expensive. Um, the series budget, they say, was greater than the first five seasons of Game of Thrones, which has or had enormous budgets. Wow. So that's a lot. But I think they, they've, they're, they're going to get their money back. This is going to go on. This is going to be watched. Um, and they're going to do a second season. You know, there was a sequel to the game. And then they're going to do a part two, which they say is going to be multiple seasons. We'll see how that works out. So is the first season based on the first game? Yes. Okay, so then the second version of the game will be the second season, or well, they'll just create a second. The sequel plus more, I think. Plus more. We'll find out. It's it's not going to be for a couple of years. Well, I, I just find it, you know, of course, being from Boston. You know, in Boston, and the thing that's kind of funny is, as you said, you know, what is it? The second episode, they said 10 miles outside of Boston. And it's like, no, no, that's that's Wellesley. That doesn't look it, like. Wellesley. It shows mountains. Yeah. And, and no buildings in sight. Yeah, it looks like no, Maine. But, apparently it, you know. they've never been to Boston. Yeah. But that's my okay. house was 10 miles from Boston. Right, right. But so, it wasn't a mountain anywhere near me. No. So but so what happens is outside of these zones, um, the country has been bombed and they've basically dropped bombs on people because of the infection. That's the only way they could stop it. So, which no, which they didn't. So, you know, you see the CGI of like the pro, you know, is halfway leaning over and, you know, you, you try to, you know, I think you see like the old fleet bank building or something like that. You, you so see Fannel Hall. Yeah, yeah Fannel Hall and the old state house by Fannel Hall. the old right. state house, which gets yeah, blown and, up. And the Golden Dome, you know, so they, it's good enough. You know, they did, they did a nice enough job. You're going to like it if you keep going. It, you, you're going to like it if you keep going with that. Um, but what... What I found interesting is I, I as I watch episode three. Well, before I get to that, I want to I want to talk about episode one. I understand you had to set it up and you had to show um, Joel's pain and why he is the way he is, because the first episode is day one of the pandemic, and then you fast forward to either ten or twenty years later, whatever it is, and you know you understand why he feels the way he feels because of what happens in the first episode. I was wondering if maybe that could have been done in a dream sequence, if it could have been done in the first 20 minutes, because one of the things is I wish that Bella Ramsey, who plays Ellie, had been in the first episode. You don't get to her in the second episode. So the first episode for me, much like um, uh, Defending Jacob, dragged for me. That's the thing. It dragged for me. But well, it's longer. Yeah, it's others. longer. It just, you know, OK, here we go. We've seen a lot of the first episode stuff to me, we've seen before, you know, but you're, you're right. I mean, if you stick with it, then you can get hooked because now I want to see what happens. Most series here. It's true of most series. You got it. Is, it is because you they know, have the time. You know what? They have the time to do it. And I'm probably I, didn't, I, I, I stopped the bear after the first episode. Right. I stopped. It wasn't interesting to me. Right. And then I loved it because you told me to keep watching. My daughter told me to keep watching. So, yeah. I mean, that's just. It's just the nature of things. It is and because they have the time. Give them a couple, two or three episodes. No. Because they have the time to do it and they set it up. And I get it. And you, you know, so you stick with it, folks. If you if you do get frustrated, it's all about Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey 
they've amazing chemistry. It's really good. And the idea that they're going across the country in any way they can is fantastic. Well, couple couple bits of trivia that you might like. Matthew McConaughey turned it roll down. Pedro's role? Yes. He would have been Joel. And still, you know, Pedro's great, but McConaughey would have been great. Mahershali Ali, your favorite? Yeah. Was considered, they say, from what I understand, he was it was never offered to him, but he was considered after McConaughey turned it down. They're both great. They both would have been great. Yeah, yeah. Both, but you know, I I'm, love that this guy came out of nowhere. We don't I mean, yes, he was in Game of Thrones, he was in Narcos, he was in a couple of things, but in the Man Mandalorian, I guess, which I've never watched. But yeah. I think he's great in this. And I think it's gonna make him the new Burt Reynolds. I just think yeah. it is. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. And we have a on our YouTube channel and uh podcast, we'll have a top five of our top five Burt Reynolds movies coming up. Big guy. I want to talk about uh, Nick Offerman and Murray Bartlett because that's episode three. That's where I've left off. And they play Bill and Frank. And you kind of figure out what's going on here after yes. a while. You, well, even, even in the beginning, you sort of figure out what's going on. Yeah, maybe. First of all, I love these two actors. I mean, Offer Bartlett in The White Lotus was wow. I mean, phenomenal. Oh, I've not seen The White Lotus. Oh, well, you, I don't know if you would like the White Lotus. You got to be patient. It's quirky, but Bartlett in the White Lotus, he won, he won, uh, he won, he won Best Actor for that. Either the Emmy or the Golden Globe. I can't remember which. He was awesome. Um, so when I was looking at the IMDb and I saw Murray Bartlett was in it for one episode and Offerman was in it for one episode, you have people like that that go. They see a project like this and they'll go, "Oh, I'll do one episode." Sure. Because it's so damn good. They're so good. And I thought, as I was watching, so why does this keep going on like this? I got it. I understand it. It's an interesting take. But when you get to episode four, you understand it. Right. Why they did it. It's, it's really well done. I got to give them a lot of credit for how well done it is. So just to give people a hook here to keep you going, like if you're, if you're an Offerman fan, and most people are, you know, Offerman is... He's in, um, he's, he's still in Massachusetts. He's west of Boston, you know, pick a town, right? And I think it's Lincoln, but I'm not sure. They said Lincoln, but yeah, you know. It doesn't look so, like Lincoln. It doesn't look, so he, so he, um, he's getting security cameras. He's a prepper. He's a prepper. And he right. has a, he has an electric fence around the thing. Right. So he's like, yeah. In. He's a don't tread on me guy. He's a survivalist. Yeah. And, and you see him in the beginning. He's, uh. He's, he's at Home Depot. He's he's figured yeah. out a way to make electricity. It's it's very clever. It's very clever. And he's like, they're all the feds, as you mentioned, they're trying to take everybody away, you know, to take them either to a QZ zone or if they're infected to, to terminate them. And he's like in his basement. He's in his basement. He goes, you're not getting me, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, he comes out, he comes out of his house and he's got the gas mask on. He's got the machine gun and he finds out he's all alone. And he's like. <laughs> and he like owns the place. He makes his own compound. Then Mary Bartlett shows up, traveling from Baltimore. Don't give away all the eyes. Don't go. Don't give it all away. No, don't give it all away. But I'm just saying, you know, this kept me going because I'm like, okay, these are great actors. These guys are funny. They're good. 
There's humor in it. Good story. It's a good and, and story. And it's connected to the plot. That's what I worried about. I'm right. thinking, how's this connected to the plot? They just tacked well, sure tack this on. I don't understand. Right. And then it's it's very well done. Yeah. I mean, the, the, there's a great line in there where um, he says, okay, folks, you understand what's going on, right? Everybody's out for themselves. Uh, Armageddon, the world has been blown up and it's a mess. So, you know, Offerman is hoarding all his food. And then he goes to Bartlett. He goes, he goes, I can't let you go. Or or he says, I can't give you food because then you'll be telling everybody to stop at my place to get a free meal like I'm an Arby's. And then Bartlett goes, well, actually, you can't get a free meal at an Arby's. You have to pay. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm laughing funny. because I'm like, OK, this is fun. You know, that's it's good stuff. I really like that. When I saw those two, I was like, this is going to be good. You, you get to episode three and start episode four, you're hooked. You're, yeah, you're in for the rest. So oh, I, yeah, I highly thing, recommend it. I want to mention real quick, Merle Dandridge is the actor's name who plays Marlene in episode one and two. Yeah, He's the head of the Fireflies in the Boston QZR, mm -hmm. whatever it is. And then in the making of The Last of Us, they were talking to her and she auditioned to be uh, Marlene in the video game back in 2012. And she didn't get that, but she got Marlene in the in this part. So I thought that was pretty good. I guess she video, don't give up. video games. Yeah, thank you. Video games, man. They're it's and why not? I mean, I don't play them, but my kids play them. You take a look at video games. There's plots and storylines and levels and arcs and you know. Well, they're built for episodic because they're not designed to end. Right. So, but anyway, I. I whether this was based on a game or not, I really enjoyed it. And it's not all zombie all the time. But, Got it. So I recommend it. The Last of Us. Drew says, it's a go. I'm almost there. Make sure you check out our top five, top five Burt Reynolds movies, also on our YouTube channel and Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. With Giuliano, I'm Gary Tagway. This has been another edition of Screen Time, movie streaming and everything in between. Mm -hmm.